This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm just here till my VTuber career takes off. (laughs) I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. I I mean, Rem, you joke, but I bet bet we could get like 3D anime version avatars of ourselves and become VTubers if we wanted to. Oh God, I don't- Nobody would watch us because we're not cute anime girls, but we could do it. Hey, speak for yourself. I'm the cutest of anime girls. I think I speak for everyone uh, here who agrees. Uh, but we're, <laughs> we're not here to talk about what would surely become a failed career of ours. Uh, we're here to explore some anime. So what do you what do you have for me this week, Sean? Okay. Well, Rem, I've got a bit of an interesting, uh, interesting choice for you. Oh, a choice. Yes. And no, this is not me being lazy. This is me actually responding to a very, very clever idea that I oh? can't seem to find the message for uh oh god did it get deleted i hope it didn't get deleted i don't know use the search function that's what rem rem you have no right to criticize me on how to use the search function (laughs) you are way more illiterate when it comes to this stuff than i am uh i can't find you but if i remember correctly and if i am wrong in this uh i am so sorry but this is an idea that uh, was sent to me from uh kazu morocco oh okay if it was if it was not kazu then uh whoever whoever's idea this actually was yell it sean yes uh and i apologize for losing losing the message uh but that being said uh remington i don't know if you're aware of this but a new anime season has started recently oh but of course all right yeah yeah the fall season 2020 uh it dropped about uh three four weeks ago something like that okay so you know real recent (laughs) yep yep uh and uh the idea was a really good one uh and as i am technically an anime content creator i try to keep up with all of the new shows of the season as much as possible before I get frustrated and drop them if I think they're really, really bad. Uh, Though but, normally on this podcast, we don't see a whole lot of like super current stuff. We like the most recent will be like, oh, a season or two ago, usually. Yes. And that's like but, cutting edge for us. <laughs> yes, yes. No, we are, we are, we are on the, pul- our finger is on the pulse right now, Remington. <laughs> uh, and while our finger is on the pulse, we're going to see if uh, we can tell whether or not something is going to die. Uh, oh, perfect. Perfect. All right. So from what I'm gathering, is, is the choice going to be about like which anime from this new season? Uh, yeah. Essentially, the idea was uh to give uh to give you a choice of uh one or one to three uh new anime this season. Let you choose which anime we watch and uh talk about it afterwards. You know, give it a really nice first look thing, just all so right. that you have. Uh, uh, have, have, uh, have you seen? Have you seen all of the options? Oh yes, yes, yes. I've oh, seen all. Course, I've course, seen all the. Yes. You've seen all of the new season of anime. Every single bit of it. Not well. Not everything there's some things i've avoided <laughs> on purpose because i knew it would be garbage like there's there's a rock climbing anime that just came out and i feel like <laughs> the only reason to watch it is to watch uh girls with very fit bodies climb which actually now that oh, i God. think about it <laughs> <laughs> all right uh but i assume that's not one of the options you have for me no 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 uh and uh kazu suggested uh, if it was kazu uh they suggested that i give you a brief synopsis of each show and uh, we go into it uh, based on your informed opinion all right let, let's let's hear it i'm not gonna do that don't be ridiculous why would i give you an informed opinion 
it was far too straightforward. Ah, here, yeah. here's some things. Here's the, here's some descriptions of each one. Which one sounds the best, Remington? No, oh, no, no, no. That that would be too easy. <laughs> yeah, because I want because a lot of times, Rem, uh, you're going we're we're going into this blind. Sometimes we see just a picture of a show and be like, oh, that has a nice art style with an interesting title. I might give that episode a watch. You know, maybe a brief synopsis. You know, I'm giving you the authentic All new right, so, anime so, season experience. What am I basing my decision off of? Well, Remington, similar to uh, <laughs> decisions I've given you in the past, I'm going to give you like one or two words and you're just going to have to <laughs> go off of that. Perfect. Okay, here we go. Because that's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's, how, how many choices is it between? Uh, you get uh, one, you get to choose one of three choices. All right. All right. What, what What's behind door number one, Sean? Uh, the word, and I talked with Dylan about these as well. They're going to be about as cryptic as our hints to the audience. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we we like to give hints either through our Twitter or our Discord to our audience. They never make any goddamn sense, so this should be interesting. Oh, yeah. So your first hint is tiramisu. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Is that it? No, nothing yep. else? Okay. No, yeah, no, just tiramisu. All right. I'm, I'm going to give my strong first impressions uh, as you say, as you give your hint for each one, all right? Okay. Um, I think that this one, it might, it's either going to be romantic or slice of life. It might be uh, cooking anime based. Uh, I'm going to guess a little bit more cutesy, perhaps. Uh, perhaps it might be a shoujo anime. Those are all of my possible guesses slash assumptions about that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting I, I have a question before we move on to the second one do you think people who who are familiar with this season of anime do you think they will understand which anime you're talking about from that one word hit. probably not oh okay cool <laughs> perfect awesome all right <laughs> if they do get it i'll be very impressed in fact i'll probably actually explain to you what uh it is after the fact uh it's both brilliant and really stupid oh god all right what's what's the second uh, uh the second hit. the second is hermaeus what are you doing oh that that was interesting <laughs> <laughs> well welcome back hermaeus was locked in my room he must have got in when i came back up here and I just didn't see him. Huh. All right. Well, uh, second hint. Yeah. Yeah. Second hint. Second hint. Uh, this is one that Dylan came up with, and I feel like I feel like it's even worse than the ones we usually give. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, perfect. This one. Because tiramisu. One is, that one was too easy. Yeah. Uh, th so I'm gonna add a second word to it. Uh, lampshade and subversion. <laughs> All right. Lampshade and subversion. Uh, here are my possible thoughts here. Uh, so subversion, I, I think I'm, I'm going to take that at pretty much face value. So whatever it appears to be, it's actually not quite going to be. This could be that it, this could be that it's like someone hiding their true identity or something. Lampshade might imply a mystery vibe. I don't think that. I think this one, we have like a peeping Tom situation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm getting from, from sort of lampshade. And it, it's bullshit etchy, but subversion, there's actually like character depth or something. Optimistically, like it's trying to be a domestic girlfriend, uh, but statistically is just absolute trash nonstop with no redeeming value. That's that's all of my guesses and assumptions uh, on the second hint. All right, all right. That's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, and lastly, this last hint, um, well, hmm. You seem to be struggling, Sean. Uh, I'm just double checking the, the uh, literary value of this, the historical accuracy, oh. so I don't give a wrong, uh, because this was another one that Dylan came up with. Uh, oh yeah, that's why. That's why. Um, so I'm gonna give you three words for this one. No, okay. Oh, you're spoiling uh, me. Uh, hopefully, if you have a history or literary degree, it might help. Uh, the lover of Phaon. The lover of Phaon. All right. I now some may think. All right, lover of Phaon. You you might think that this is some. 
some like shoujo lovey-dovey bullshit. I don't think so. No siree. <laughs> Weirdly, I think this one is actually some shonen bullshit going on. Uh, maybe really? with fantasy elements. Um, maybe an isekai or something. But shonen bullshit is my thoughts and assumptions for that last one. Okay. So with your very, very poor uh, hints as to what you might have Fuck. to watch, what do you think, Rem? What what calls to you? I can help you break it down if you like. All right. I I, I think I'm gonna eliminate the third one. Darn. Okay. Um. It, it it didn't it didn't capture me. Uh. Plus, if it ends up being shown in bullshit, nah. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I. So I'm I'm fully eliminating that one. Would you like to share with everyone uh what that one is? Okay. So uh the <laughs> so the idea of the lover of Phaeon uh was uh oh god hold on in regards to the uh uh da -da 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 -da, uh Sappho that ring any bells? Okay. So so it's 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 a lesbian. You know, it's a lesbian. From Lesbos? Yep, it's a lesbian anime then. Very much so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the show you would have missed out on is Adachi to Shimamura, and that just translates to Adachi and Shimamura. And it's basically just a really cute story about two girls becoming friends and maybe more than friends and trying to sort out their feelings about that. Is, is it more Yuri on Ice or more Citrus? Uh, so far, it's more Yuri on Ice. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, well, I feel bad that I'm missing out on it. All right, so here's my thoughts. Tiramisu, that one feels like the safer choice, but also like the... the lesser interesting choice whereas lampshade subversion that one feels like a risky choice but it it intrigues me sean it feels like the mm -hmm. wrong choice but it intrigues me so much I, I, I can't help myself. I'm opening Pandora's box. Uh, fuck you, Tiramisu. Get the fuck out of here. I think I'm going Lampshade Subversion. What am I missing out on on Tiramisu? Uh, well, Remington, what you're missing out on is actually probably the most popular show to come out this season. Oh, uh, okay. It is a, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, not counting sequel series, of course. Uh, but, uh, this, uh, one is called Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, and the, uh, <laughs> the, the hint of Tiramisu, basically, Remington, it translates the, the idea is it's a it's a dark and edgy shonen tale uh about uh curses coming to life and hunting people and a young man uh eating the cursed finger of a powerful demon and uh gaining his power in order to you know save others from being cursed themselves all right uh, has, a, has a, an okay premise but it, i i don't know if it would have been my style it should also be noted though my guesses and assumptions so far have been wildly far away. Yeah, no. Uh, tiramisu was the get, uh, was the hint because uh, lady fingers. Oh my god, this motherfucker! All right, and he eats the lady fingers. Well, it's Fair. technically a guy, and there's plenty <laughs> fingers, but that's besides the point. All right, so uh, I'm not doing some finger-looking good dark shonen. I'm not doing some some cutesy lesbian romance. Uh, what what are we left with, Sean? Well, Remington. You have chosen uh, the anime that is either going to be one of the best this season or possibly one of the worst this season. It remains to be seen. <laughs> well, uh, it seems like at least this time I was correct in that it's a risk. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You chose the riskiest one, I think. <laughs> uh, 
Because, I mean, with, with the first one, it, it's bound to be cute and wholesome in a lot of ways. Uh, the second one, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be some awesome, cool, edgy shonen stuff, and I'm going to dig that. Uh, but no, this one this one is the one that is definitely going to be the most interesting to see how it turns out and what will make this experiment really fun. Uh, so the anime we're going to be talking about today, Remington, is simply called Muno Nanana. Uh, oh, but of course, it's a little doo-wop. <laughs> yes, it's the scat man of anime. Uh, All right. Uh, what wh- what does that translate to, Sean? Give me the English. Uh well, I would, but oh, Mao yeah. has not. Mao has not uh, dropped a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mal's not dropped a translation. Give me a second. Oh, uh, talentless Nana. Oh, yes, but of course. Yep. That explains everything, Sean. I thought it might. I thought it might. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Rem, the, the downside about this one is it's going to it's gonna make the first half of this episode a bit shorter on that end uh, because I can't really tell you a whole lot about it because... <laughs> The lampshade hint mostly was that it's definitely lampshady and tropey. Okay. So, uh, Wait, prepare your butt it? for are, this are synopsis. You, are you just, are you, okay, okay, thank you. All right, let's hear the synopsis. All right. It is the year 20XX. Oh, no. No, wait a <laughs> fucking minute. Don't. I, we've been to year XX blah, 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 bullshit before, and it wasn't good. Earth was assaulted by monsters that would become to known as the enemy of humanity. I hate this so much. This is trash. In order to deal with this threat, special schools composed of teenagers with extraordinary abilities were formed. These people who came to be known as the talented had abilities that could defy the rules of reality. Oh God, this is, this is just some bullshit, young adult dystopian nonsense. Among these people with uh, supernaturals, uh, among these people with supernatural powers was an outlier, an individual who was sent to one of these schools despite having no innate special abilities whatsoever. This is the story of our protagonist, who attempts to defeat the enemies of humanity through the use of intelligence and manipulation alone. I, I, I'm not, I'm not compelled. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I, uh, I'll admit, I'm not... It hasn't captured my fancy with that synopsis. No, it has not, Remington. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you right now, I don't think it's meant to. <laughs> <laughs> the first synopsis in history that's like, oh yes, normally they are meant to, to intrigue you, to entice you, to get you to watch. This one is meant to get you to avoid the show entirely. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, Remington. All of your hope is going to be put into one single word. Oh? Subversion. Subversion, please. Oh, lordy, lordy. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hope it has its own surprises, because with a synopsis like that, boy, is it going to need one. <laughs> I wanted you to choose the other ones, Rem, because that and I could have had more fun, because I genuinely don't know how this anime is going to turn out in the end. Because much <laughs> like you, I am only going to watch up to what's currently released, and I have no idea. Idea if it's going to be any good or not. So far, I've enjoyed myself a little bit, but you know, that could change. What, so quickly. far, from what's been presented so far, how would you rank the three anime you gave me choices with? Obviously, it could change. These are tentative rankings, but where right now would you put? I would probably put the one you chose at the bottom so far. <laughs> Mostly because I'm so worried about how it's going to go. 
Uh, because uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm caught up with on the manga, and I've been enjoying it, even though it's a bit trashy. Uh, and the other lesbian one is, I mean, it's just good shoujo eye stuff, and I, I enjoy that. So, so far, so far, this one is 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 enjoyable to a point. Uh, I don't know if it's going to stay that way. I've, at this point, I've only seen three episodes myself, so it's hard to tell. Well, I should have chosen the lesbians, but I I live with my mistake. It's okay. We can always come back to the lesbians, Remington. They'll wait for us. <laughs> And with that being said, Remington, let's get started in... Nope. Wait a minute, That's I was about to goes. do a 3, 2, 1 mark. <laughs> That's not how we do these. That's not how we do these at all. Dylan, cut that, please. Don't oh, show my shame. Uh, <laughs> and with that, Remington, uh, let's go watch some... Uh, I don't want to say this name again. Let's go watch some Muno Nanana. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four whole episodes of the new series simply known as Talentless Nana. And Remington, uh, this is a bit of a weird one for us because uh, rather than me watching all the episodes beforehand and uh, telling you everything I can about the show, uh, there were only uh, three available at the time. And then when the fourth one came out, we watched that one. And so when we made that first pat, I only knew about three episodes worth of stuff. So the fourth episode is going to be a very new and enlightened discussion for us if you have anything nice to say about this show that is <laughs> yep uh for once we are on the the cutting edge i say that it'll it'll probably end up being outdated by the time like our episode actually goes up and when the podcast gets posted so a little less cutting edge but you know closer than we've ever been <laughs> <laughs> look look at the time of recording uh there are currently four episodes of the show out and uh i watched three before recording our first part and then i just watched the fourth one myself so that that's your frame of reference if you want to guess exactly when this was recorded feel free you might be right you might be wrong, but I'm not going to tell. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it will be interesting in that uh, you, you you don't actually know like where it will end up going to completion, Yep. Uh, which is definitely a change of pace. Yeah, the closest we got was uh, back when Slime Reincarnate came out. Uh, only about half of that season had been out at the time, and I wasn't entirely certain how it was going to go there. Uh, me personally, I really enjoyed it. Uh, whether or not you would, that'll have to be seen in the future, but... Uh, I mean, that was like, you know, a year and a half ago. We're, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, where, where, where should we, we start, Sean? Well, I think it's best to start with the beginning in this very generic, straightforward show, wouldn't you say, Ram? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it opens up with some some nice exposition on uh, on our protagonist. Uh, he he is your, your basic bland bitch protagonists, um, as is tradition. I don't know, man. Uh, he had some personality and, and a bit of backstory to him as well. His whole personality is daddy issues and his social ineptitude. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I... That about sums it up. <laughs> I just want to say, Rem, I don't think you should be throwing stones in this glass house of yours. <laughs> Uh, so with, with, we get an introduction to him and it's like, oh man, he's talentless. So why is he here? 
and like he probably has a talent but it's not really refuted and even he seems to feel like he's talentless um which as we'll see later isn't quite the case so it's a little bit weird Mm -hmm. and a little bit dumb uh but you know hey that's fine after that exposition we meet a few of of the characters uh basically it's just like hey here's quick introduction this character this character that one and that one too because that's how storytelling works so we we meet uh, a fire boy. He, he's he's a big bully of a man, and he he can do fire. Then there's a, a a nice man, and he he's a pretty boy. Oh, look at him being so so pretty, and he can control ice. And then there's a Sasuke, because there always needs to be a Sasuke. So we meet the Sasuke. Um, he's just edgy and brooding. And finally, we meet another uh person. We meet uh, a new girl. She's a mind reader. Reader. that's her thing she's she's bubbly she's pink and she's a mind reader so there we go just back to back to back to back introductions right there yeah and it's completely trope free wouldn't you say remington <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it, it'll even, like, it, it pans to a few of the other characters in the class because it's just, like, a school of talented people, of the people with magical powers. And it, it very much feels like generic brand My Hero Waka. Um, very, very, very much so. The kind you could pick up at Kroger, say. Yeah, if, if, if like, you squint hard enough, then you can start to see My Hero Waka again. Yeah, just without all uh, that, the personality? Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll be honest, the, the first half of this episode, it's just pretty obnoxious. Um, they want to make it very clear that our bland bitch protagonist, he is being bullied right now, and his life is just so hard. Uh, and so everyone needs to be an asshole to him for very poor reasons. Uh, and I'll be honest, everybody in the show is just sort of an asshole. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it, it starts off... I'm gonna say starts off rough. <laughs> starts off pretty fucking rough. Uh, then the the new mind reader girl, she makes friends with our bland bitch protagonist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she she's with him all the time, and he gets a little bit annoyed with her. Um, at one point they're chilling by um at, at a cliff, right? They're chilling at a cliff overlooking the ocean, and like a gust of wind or some shit almost pushes her off, and he he valiantly saves her. Um, and it's implied that it might not have been a gust of wind. Per- Perhaps it was actually uh, an enemy of humanity that did it that was invisible. Who knows? And then they start a a conversation that has perfect subtlety where they're essentially like, oh, yes, you know, some people say an enemy of humanity could be on this very island and that they can look like people, too. Huh. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Uh, In, like, the least subtle foreshadowing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. No, Rev, I feel like I feel like it was just really well layered in, don't you? Like the the only the only mild question at this point. Um I, I have written down in my notes, so she's an enemy of humanity, slash very slight chance he is, but let's be real, she is. <laughs> so that's that was my stance on on where we were going with this. Yes. Uh at that point. Uh so there's this whole conversation. Not much comes of that. Then don't worry about that. Then uh, why not have a, a we we have a, a class rep thing, right? Who's gonna be the the class president and the three people who were nominated? Uh, Fire boy and Ice boy. They nominated themselves. And then a uh, mind reader girl, she nominated our protagonist. And then he was like, "No, nah, probably not though." <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Because for some reason, they were like, yeah, the way we're going to handle this, you might think class president or something, it's reasonable to maybe have a vote. Yeah. Sure. Um, But the teacher is just like, all right, you'll duke it out then. You'll just fight each other. I, but like, I, be careful because you could kill each other and I don't want that. But like, I'm going to be very loose with the rules beyond that. I mean, yeah. And then the, they, the, the teacher then they use their powers he's... anyway, even though they're told not to. It's real. <laughs> Look. Look, good staffing is hard to come by, Remington. And I feel like that the teacher did a wonderful job for being a complete moron. <laughs> so, um, Ice Boy and Fireboy, they start fighting. Um, uh, things start getting super intense. Fireboy essentially he gets angry. Ice Boy looks like he's won. Uh Fireboy does a big old fireball and he's gonna hurt some people or some shit. Uh but then finally protagonist shows off his ability and it's to neutralize other people's abilities. Uh super, super talented, super good, right? Wow, really impressive. Uh completely unsurprising that he is a really good power. And then uh you see from that everyone's like, wow, so he's obviously actually going to be our leader now. Which you might think. The bullied kid just from doing one not super major thing in the grand scheme of things, and everyone just loves him now and is totally fine and doesn't bully him. And yep, you're reading that situation correctly. Yeah. That is that is a fair view of of what is going down right now. I will also say, guess what the most popular uh, generic superpower to give a protagonist is? Uh, so some variation of of this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, power neutralization, and it can be done yeah. pretty well. Or or like or like I steal your power or blah blah yeah, blah yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it can be done really well in a in certain shows. Sometimes when you do a drug too much. <laughs> Yeah. So finally, we, we're getting to the end of the episode, right? Um, and mind reading girl and Her name is Nana, pr- by protagonist, the way. good old Nana and protagonist, they're chilling at the cliff again because there's very few settings. It's a very small island. Yes. <laughs> so they run out of settings real quick. So they're at, at the cliff again and they're chatting. Um, and they have like this. They're like, "I'm so happy. We're friends." And uh, uh I, and they start holding hands and oh my god, super cute. And I will say, and guys, I will say, Rem, before we do get into uh, what happens in you know the second, third, fourth episode and all that, it's at this point where if you're interested in this show, now's the time to be warned of spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'd recommend checking out a few episodes. I I would say it's worth watching. It's gonna have a pretty big asterisk. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna recommend at least watching two episodes. Then it's up to you. Uh, so. The big moment, uh, it's essentially like a cutesy moment of like, he's neutralizing her mind reading powers. And he's like, what, what, what am I thinking? Just guess, uh, cause we're, we're so close now. Uh, can't you tell our bond has really grown over these, these 23 minutes and. Hey, now it was at least a couple days in, in show time. <laughs> Uh, and, and so then she yeets him off the cliff and she's like, you're wondering why you gotta die, bucko. <laughs> uh, her exact tone of voice. Uh... <laughs> Oh, and, and so uh, she eats him off a cliff and kills him, uh, which, you know, I, I, I dig it. Hey, child murder, always a fan. She she does this whole bullshit Sherlock Holmes shtick where she's not actually a mind reader. She's just hyper perceptive and aware, um, but it's also just just as bad as Sherlock Holmes. Uh, one day I'll do a bonus episode just about my hatred for Sherlock Holmes and these types of tropes. A lot of it come from me being like I've, I've worked as, as a mentalist uh 
which does a lot of Sherlock Holmes type bullshit. So I have a pretty good grasp on like what you can and cannot deuce from like social cues. Uh, and I'll be honest, I don't know if I've ever seen a Sherlock Holmes type character actually do it well. So it's a little bit annoying, but hey, I like the premise. It, it's a little bit interesting. Okay, uh, it's better than what it was on track to be. Yeah. Best case scenario at this stage is you get a little bit of My Hero Academia, mix it with some Death Note and some like Promise Neverland, and there you go, right? And to a certain extent, as we continue into these later episodes, I think that is what you get. However, <laughs> um, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there. We, we will get there. Uh, but hey, it's a nice first episode twist. Uh, not the most surprising, gotta say. They, they made it real blatant, in my opinion, uh, halfway through the episode with the discussion of like, you know, they could be here right now and they could look like any one of us. Who knows? Like they... Uh, it, it was poorly done uh foreshadowing i mean hey foreshadowing is nice it wasn't done well though i think i think the point was to be poorly done foreshadowing so that the twist was a twist in a different way than you would expect because the twist wasn't that she was an enemy of humanity rem the twist is that uh hey guess what uh the enemies of humanity are all these kids with superpowers go figure yeah sort of but at the same time she is still very clearly that that's like the perspective and w one of my major gripes of the show is like it could have a very interesting meta commentary on propaganda and perspective and how those influence one another how talented individuals uh view the enemies of humanity uh and how those are all fictional but then you have the talentless individuals and how there's a propaganda campaign against the talented individuals uh because the sort of as we're going to see the the beginning of episode two gives us this nice long exposition all about just how bad talented people are right how Oh, just they're the fucking worst uh and the the weird implication is that oh yes if you have a superpower it doesn't matter anything else about you you will turn evil 100 of the time which is one hell of a thesis statement that it does not bother to even pretend to argue for <laughs> It's just like, yeah, ipso facto, got a superpower, you're gonna be evil. Just how it goes. I mean, they kind of gave okay. a, bit of a uh, bit of a history lesson it, saying how all these people uh, started out trying to do good superpower things, uh, but then started taking advantage of it and doing a murder and all that jazz. Yeah, it just feels a little bit convoluted, and it, it, I don't feel like it does a good justification of doing so. It still feels super propaganda-y, which, if that's what they're going for, neat, but they're also, if that's what they're going for, sort of fucking it up. It, it doesn't work that well, especially because as we're seeing, these characters like the the bullied kid he he, uh, he was apparent he was just such a nice guy and like it, it's just so weirdly handled in a lot of these details and that's gonna be an ongoing theme yeah it's it, it will will continue but boy oh boy uh oh yeah at one point during this exposition i should mention one of the lines that that stuck with me because it's one of the it's one of like the most pretentious but meaningless lines 
lines I've ever heard. Uh, because it, it feels like it's supposed to be impactful, but it's literal nonsense. It, it's talking about, oh yes, the talented individuals, and they were immune to humanity's laws and code of ethics. What the fuck does it mean to be immune to a code of ethics? It, you choose not to adhere to it? What, what do you mean immune? What the fuck does that mean? You're just, it's word salad just to make me like, oh, they're the baddies and... <laughs> It's so dumb. Don't get me wrong. The premise of this show is so fucking cool. I love the premise of this show. And it has some really cool moments, some really intriguing ideas. But good God, it, it, some of the execution leaves a lot to be desired is all I'm saying here. <laughs> it feels like, uh, it, it feels like if a person with no original ideas tried really hard to to sound to sound philosophical and deep right very often that's the impression that this show gives and they they do a lot of effort in that regard but this show where whereas i mentioned at its best this show could be my hero academia mixed with like a death note or a promised neverland it ends up closer to a show that's larping as those three things which it it, it has some really good stuff and neat stuff it's just a a bit off most of the time. Uh, so what you're so saying is, Remington, this show is going to be awesome for people who want some uh, shonen-esque murder bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah, like, if, if you like shows like uh, My Hero Academia, Death Note, Promised Neverland, but, like, also you didn't think, for example, like, Sword Art Online was a terrible show, oh, my God, this is literally perfect. Oh, this God. is Oh, th God. That, that's, that's the missing ingredient, Sean. Some Sword Art Online is the missing ingredient here. Some, like, second season Sword Art Online where you're confused on why they made so many of the decisions they did even more so than the first one. Like, just sprinkle that in and, and you're like, why? You had a great recipe. And it's like, yeah, but we decided to throw this in. Questionable decision, but okay. Oof. I mean, the show is new, so I can't imagine there are a whole lot of people who are going to be super vying for this show to be a huge success. Uh, but that's definitely a take that's going to piss people off more than if you just <laughs> said you hated the show, I think. I feel like that's the more, like, infuriating answer, if I had to guess. So, uh, within the second episode, uh, Ice Boy, he's talking to Nana, right? Um, and they're chatting, and she's doing her Sherlock Holmes. She's figuring out all of his tells. Uh, and she'll continue to do this a few times. Uh, and, and, you know, here's the thing. It feels very Death Note-esque, right? Where it's, look at all of these details, piecing them together to solve this little psychological puzzle. Which I love. I dig that shit. I eat it up. Uh, and I even enjoy as she's doing it. I do wish that it was a little more like clever because normally in th times like these it should be making you feel a little clever right you you're like oh yeah those are some th that those are some good points i wouldn't have noticed that but instead it's like oh yes he does this thing every single time he lies this very obvious tell and every time he does that the camera like focuses in on it with a close-up shot so we know exactly what it is and then she's like huh interesting he has this tell and it's like yeah we're we know we're we we, we got that we he figured it out. It's like, oh, he, because of this very obvious thing, I've deduced this very obvious thing. It's like, okay. Like, I still like those moments. I'm, I'm a sucker for this 
psychoanalysis bullshit, but it's not intelligently done in this show. Uh, or at least not why it's not stupid. It's not completely dumb, but it's not very smart either would be where I would put it. Man, you really want to stick it to people who are about to watch the show, aren't you? No, I, hey, I am saying that I like those parts. <laughs> I'm just saying they're not super smart and I wish they were a bit smarter. Uh, so then we get introduced to another character. He is a time traveler character. He can go back in time and, and at first he just says, oh yeah, I can stop time. But then she's like, actually, you can rewind time. You know how I can tell? Because of these very obvious things that show that you rewind time. <laughs> like when he said stop time, I genuinely, I'm not fucking around. I thought that like the subtitle was just sort of like mistaken basically because I was like well clearly his power is actually like rewinding time not stopping time but then that was an actual point in the conversation moments later and I was like oh okay <laughs> I guess I guess so <laughs> which I, I feel like that's not what they're going for I feel like they're going for like wow look how clever she is and not well yeah obviously <laughs> Like if at, at the end at the end of, of, of a proper murder mystery when you have the detective going around and he's putting together all of the clues, the desired response is like, oh, but of course, now it makes sense. Not well, yeah, you're only picking up on this now. <laughs> like that's not how and unfortunately, um this applies to more than just her, uh, because if to can if we want to continue sort of the Death Note comparison, right? Obviously, uh, Nana is light, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but who's going to be L? Well, that's Sasuke or Kyoyo, uh, the edgy brooding character we talked about earlier. Um, and he's supposed to be super intelligent and perceptive, and he's investigating. And wow, he's figuring this shit out. But he's also a total dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be he's supposed to be this this genius who's on the case he's he's figuring her out like they really want you can tell they want a death note dynamic between these two but oh boy just neither of them are smart enough to pull it up it's like her strategy of killing is the same so in episode two the time traveler she's like oh he's dangerous because he could go back and see that i was the one to kill uh to kill bland bitch protagonist before I uh, can't have that, so I need to focus on him. So she befriends him, right? On uh, and and so uh, he he rewinds time a few times. He gets exhausted. Eventually, she tricks him into rewinding time and drowning himself. Um, which was a neat, neat moment. It's, it's pretty well done there. Um, but her strategy is literally the same every time of, I will suddenly become very close friends with this person who narratively speaking has only been introduced in that episode before then they very suddenly disappear or bad shit happens. And that's happened all four episodes that we saw. And you might just think, wow, isn't it strange that every time Nanas very suddenly becomes fascinated in, by someone and becomes very close friends with someone, something bad happens with or around them? Nope. Who knows? It's a mystery. Uh, and so it's just... <laughs> It's, it's a little bit difficult because the show wants to be cerebral and smart and it has some neat moments and I love that it's trying because that's my favorite kind of shit. But it's not as smart as it would like to be and that inhibits it in a lot of ways. Oh, I just can't wait. I, I'm curious if we're going to get like... <laughs> 
posthumous uh, emails about this show. Like, genuinely. Yeah. Uh, just, 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 just some posthumous letters that are, that are like, hey, listen here. I finished watching the show now, and you were totally wrong. How dare you yell at my waifu? Uh, or alternatively, like, yeah, you fucking nailed it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> like if if the ending if the ending is presented as some like great puzzle to put be put together and it it falls flat well you heard it here first folks uh, not it wouldn't be surprising is all i'm saying uh, uh like it also doesn't help like with a proper mystery you want the audience to be able to piece together like the different factors and variables involved right um and and in something like this where it's almost like a murder mystery uh but inverted because you know the killer and they they want to kill everyone off one by one by one but it's like how are they gonna do it you you want to sort of like partake in this puzzle you want to be like okay here's what she had here are her resources here are the variables at play here's what she can do with them which so far hasn't really worked because it's just all right well let's introduce this character and also there's this thing okay now they're gonna die cool we're done there so it's like all right if it's just been introduced it is relevant cool and that doesn't apply to everything but it applies to way too much like th these flaws it doesn't make it a bad show um and it doesn't apply universally it just applies to way too much <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rem, do you see what I mean when I said in the first uh, bit when you wanted me to rank the shows how I thought that this show of the three I watched was probably the weakest and how it was gonna <laughs> it would be very possible for this show to be easily fucked up yeah yeah it, it is I would describe the show's quality as fragile it, it fragile but interesting yes there's some really interesting things but oh boy a couple narrative fuck-ups and this show would lose it all <laughs> so uh let, let's get to episode three you know episode three we start off with our sasuke character kyo yo uh broody boy he jumps Kyo-ya, off but yeah go on kyo ya oh, so close uh he goes to the cliff that uh that protagonist was killed at and he just jumps right off of it um that he's later seen with seaweed in his hair for half of the episode because canonically he just didn't notice it all day okay sure uh he he's just going for that aesthetic he's just aloof i guess even though the character they're going for is that he's super aware it's, one of the it's interesting like, things it's like the einstein effect remington he's super focused on the things he wants to be focused <laughs> sure, on sure. but sometimes he forgets to i don't know eat or bathe himself or get the seaweed out of his hair you know it's complex yeah so nana she decides to befriend him because he's the only he's he's the one that could figure out about the time tab traveler and the protagonist right he he's the one who'd, who'd more than likely find out he was already a little bit suspicious uh when she was talking to the time traveler and he was there when she was talking to the time traveler so you'd think like he might be piecing the pieces together and like quick uh so uh she tries to sort of befriend him and he has a few moments where it's very difficult to figure out like what's going on in his head is this a ruse does he know more right uh he invites her over uh and they play old video games and then she calls him a low-key fuck boy which was <laughs> unanticipated <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fucking around. She she calls him a low-key fuckboy. Unironically, <laughs> I think that's the funniest part of the whole show. 
I was, it, it was a great moment. Um, so then this show makes a very critical error, right? Because that's where, as Nana's following, uh, Kyoya and like sees that, oh, he feeds the cat, uh, that's on the island and all right, here's his routine. Here's more about him. Okay. Figuring out more about him. Uh, and, and in the interactions with him, the, the strength of the interaction is that, uh, we don't, we don't know what's going on inside his head, right? So we don't know how close he actually is. We don't know what he's playing at. Unfortunately, then they give us some internal monologue of his. We see his internal perspective. And it turns out that he's very unsure about it all. He's not on the precipice of finding her out. He hasn't been e able to piece it together with these very obvious clues. And that ruins a lot of the mystique, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when it's like, oh man, d does he know? Does he not? No, he has no fucking idea. He's even further than you might have thought. He, you might have thought he was on the precipice of like, or even quite confident it was her. No, he's, he's like, maybe she's a suspect. I don't know. And that's where he's at. And that was a terrible storytelling decision. It, it took away a lot of the mystique for him of like, how much of this is an act? What is he actually playing at? And it's like, oh no, he's just that aloof. Okay, guess I shouldn't really be worried then. <laughs> guess I don't have much to fear. It, it, it's like if, if you were watching Death Note, right? And, and you get all of a sudden L's inner monologue where the whole monologue is like, hmm, then I guess it wouldn't make sense that that light is is Kira. I guess, I guess everything is fine then. Let's investigate elsewhere. It's like, oh, okay. Especially if it was right after like what should be near damning evidence. I don't know, man. It feels like, feels like they really fucked that up. That was like the biggest narrative mistake in the entire show thus far in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a reason L doesn't really, uh, you know, explain his thoughts too frequently in the in death note if i remember correctly well yeah it, it's so that we can get it's because we want the perspective of like the killer and to have that you need to feel the paranoia of i don't know how much they know i don't know where their line of thinking is right uh and that sense of paranoia is great and talentless nana sort of shot itself in the foot with that and lost a lot of that paranoia for the audience uh we also we get this horrendous scene in episode three where like the government of the world is is like talking uh the same one that talked about the exposition on how the talented are actually the enemies of humanity and they're the baddies right um they have this they're talking about how uh how, how essentially we, we've rounded up all the talented into these these handful of islands how do we get rid of them and they have a line after years of data we decided isolated well this isn't the full line but this is the gist of it uh after years of data we decided that isolated talentless assassins was the best bet bet against these demigods just you know send in a smart young girl and have her kill them off one by one and that that's probably the best way to handle this could there be another way for us the government of the world to beat this this these these clusters of people that we already have isolated on these separate islands homies just bomb them <laughs> 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 like, I'm not saying that's the moral thing to do, but neither is uh, assassinating them. Y you're making it so much more complicated. And you say, after years of data, after years of data, they think sending in Nana is the best choice. What are you talking about? 
Why is this the best? Why is everyone so fucking dumb? Well, Ren, you have to understand. The reason that they want the best way to kill off these characters is as opposed to bombing them. I mean, bombing them could work. But the thing is, Rem, we gotta trick the talented into thinking that they're important so that they all gather Why? in one place. Yes, and then you bomb them. But then what? If you, you, you miss succeeded. a few, Rem, then they'll find out. What do you mean if you miss a few? They'll figure out if you assassinate one by one too. No, don't be ridiculous, Rem. Don't be fucking ridiculous. This plan is foolproof. Fucking foolproof. It's... Oh, you see what I mean, John? It, it wants to explain everything in a really smart and intelligent way. But I'm sorry, the writers of the show just weren't as smart as they wanted the show to be. And they put... They try. Oh, dude, they, they really do try. Oh, fuck, it's... There's just some some oh, so some crazy moments. So um we we still don't know what Kyoya's uh talent is, right? We haven't been told yet. It's something physical, maybe, but that's all we know. Um eventually Nana is like, oh, he he can't smell. I figured this out because he has to label his food. And so he can't smell it all. So I'm just gonna pump a bunch of gas into this abandoned shed that he he goes to for the cat and he will 100% start the stove and then he'll explode and die. Um, and then that happens and he explodes, but his talent is just that he's literally invincible. Um, he's, he is Achilles. So he, f fuck you, he's invincible. And she's like, oh no. And he's, so he's like, he, he comes crawling out all charred, a bit healing. He sees Nana and he's like, what are you doing here, Nana? How'd you know it was me who exploded? Oh, you know what? It's probably just because like you heard my thoughts and came crawling after me. I'm glad we're friends. I'm gonna think of my weakness now and you're a mind reader. You're the only one who can have it. Cool. All right. And once again, you might think that like, wow, these these could be some weird mind games like how much does he know but as we'll see once again from a monologue here and later no he still doesn't fucking know he has no idea <laughs> come on man <laughs> like in that moment you're supposed to feel like is he is he fucking with her is he telling her like he's thinking of his weakness but like he knows that it's all a, a ruse no, no, he he's just a dumbass. That's it. Uh, episode four, we start like this 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 lolly girl. She gets a love letter. Um, she her thing is that she's like a puppy. She's just cute and small and sweet, and she licks things and heals them. Sorry, say that again. Uh, what was that? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, uh, what was her power? <laughs> Uh, she licks things to heal them, mm -hmm. but mm. it cuts her life short a nebulous amount. Mm. Um, and so if, if you, you figured out the gist of this, uh, she's just been introduced. So she's the target for this episode. <laughs> uh, so all of a sudden Nana is like, Hey puppy girl, you want to be besties actually? And puppy girl's like, well, of course. I want nothing more in this world. Uh, so they become besties. Uh, and then when Nana's going to just go out and shank a bitch, because that's her whole plan, she's just gonna shank a bitch. Um, well, Sasuke, he's just, uh, or Kyoya, as, as he's known in the show, uh, he's, he's just chilling right outside Nana's room, even though it's the girl's dorm, because he's like, I don't even need to sleep because I'm invincible, so I'm protecting you. Um, because they, they were worried that there was an enemy 
of humanity somewhere on. So he's like, I'm protecting you from possible enemy of humanity. And she's like, oh, cool, thanks. And then he's like, huh, isn't that a little bit weird that she was trying to sneak out or something? And now she's playing loud music. That's to hide her sneaking out of the window. And there she is. She's sneaking in. And then I just heard a scream from Puppy Girl's room. So he shows up. But wait, Puppy Girl hasn't been murdered. No, instead, it was Nana who was stabbed and now needs to be licked in her stab wound to be fixed. Uh, and, and Nana is like, this is a genius fucking ruse. Cause like, why would I stab myself? And then he's like, well, maybe she stabbed herself, but I don't know why she would. Uh, because he's a dumbass. He's that stupid, y'all. I'm not kidding. He's just so stupid. No, she couldn't possibly be doing it to take off suspicion of herself. No, instead, it's just going to succeed. Even further than that, she was like, yeah, I heard the thoughts of an enemy of humanity and I saved puppy girl. Uh, and he's like, that story doesn't make sense. But, you know, okay. Uh, he very much just shrugs it off. And then everybody in the class is like, you know, we need a new leader since our bland bitch protagonist died. So, like, I guess Nana is the only choice. And everyone's like, everyone, including, like, the ego-driven uh, fire and ice guys who only care about themselves are like, yeah, that is actually a great idea. I love it and I support it a million percent. <laughs> uh, because these characters, uh, they're, uh, they're pretty flat. Let's say they're they're pretty one-dimensional, you know. Uh, Nana has has a tiny bit of depth to her. Um, everyone else is flat as a board. Now here's the thing, Sean. Yes. Um, when it comes to to this show, it, it has some some errors. Oh wait, I, let let's quickly let I guess let's finish off episode four. I forgot it like, leaves us on a cliffhanger, Sean. Yes. Um, because after Nana is is nominated, right, and Kyoya is like, oh, that's a little bit suspicious, but oh well. Uh, Nana, she's thinking about like possibly trying to poison Kyo. Maybe that'll go past his invincibility. He has some weakness. He has some kryptonite. Maybe it's literal poison, um, which is a pretty obvious kryptonite. I feel like that's all of our kryptonite. It's certainly mine. Um, but she she gets stopped by... All right. So, so you know, uh, you know, the, the blonde kid from My Hero Academia? Uh, yeah. Kaminari Denki. Yeah. Uh, it's just him if he was a stoner. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the whole character. I. That's it. <laughs> she gets stopped by him, and his his talent is that he can see into the future and then take pictures of it somehow. Don't worry about it. Uh, he brings back pictures from the future, basically, and he had a picture of Nana killing him. And so he confronts her and he's like, hey, what's this about? And she's like, I don't know. She's very bad at acting innocent. Uh, And so he's like, let's go for dinner, which is, uh, is obviously that's how you handle that. And as they're eating dinner, it's like shown that, yeah, he definitely can see the future. Um, And she tries to explain away the, the future picture of her killing him. And then he's like, huh, well, how do you explain this picture? And he shows her a picture of, of, of her pushing off our bland bitch protagonist, right? And it's like, oh shit, is she caught right now? Now here's the thing, Sean. Yes. Maybe that they might have some bullshit explanation, but given the information we know, here's what this means. The stoner had this picture before it happened because he sees into the future, right? Yep. So he knew Nana was going to push off bland bitch protagonist. Yes. This is days later. He has had this picture Four days after the disappearance, people are confused. People are starting to question. Now there's worries that there's enemies of humanity around and he has done nothing. 
He has not brought it up to a soul. He has this picture. He just thought, huh, how weird. Oh, and what do you know? Now he's gone. I wonder if these have correlation. Everyone seems real worried. Seems like we're getting picked off one by one. Oh, and it's only when he gets a picture of himself getting murdered that not that he's like, oh, I need to tell everyone, but he's like, oh, I'll take her out for dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> So, this show, great premise. I adore this premise. Amazingly powerful premise. I don't want to say a, a terrible execution, but it's like mediocre to bad execution. It has some nice moments, but it has some like dumb characters, some terrible foreshadowing. The pacing is a bit weird at times. The characters are all the dumbest motherfuckers around. <laughs> But I love what it's trying to do. I ad I adore what this show aspires to be, Sean. I adore it. It's it's so fascinating to me. We we may end up in another corpse party situation. I might end up giving it a thumbs up, even though I'm not sure if it's a good show. I it's probably uh, I don't know. I was about to say it's higher quality than corpse party. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think I think I I think its premise is more interesting than corpse party. Corpse party was nice. And spooky i don't know man i think the show is sort of bad but i really like the premise and i enjoyed my time watching these four episodes so that's where i'm at <laughs> oh god this was all i could have hoped for with this show <laughs> I'll be honest, Reb. I, I of the three shows I chose for this little experiment, I, I this is the one I least wanted you to get a hold of. But if you had to end up choosing this one, this was probably the best case scenario for it. I think. <laughs> because uh, yeah, it was, I'll, it was I'll one, say this. one hell of a journey. And you know, because you've you've only seen as much as I have, Sean. So I want to hear. I want to hear your your thoughts and your. your I want to hear your hypotheses, Sean. I want us both because because. You haven't been able to finish it uh, because it's not finished yet at the time of recording. I haven't been able to finish it. I want us both to make some predictions, and then we can look back and see who is more right. Okay. Uh, as in predictions for the whole show or just what's going to happen in the next episode with um, Stoner, uh, I don't care if everybody else dies guy. Um, you, you can, if you, I, I'm thinking more big picture, but if you want to make a few specific predictions as well, you can go for it. See, that's the, that's the hard part, Rem, is the big picture product, uh, predictions, I I feel like I feel like at the point the show is, it can only get more weird and convoluted, and I'm curious to see where the fuck it goes with it. Right, here's my question: um, Do you think overall Nana wins, Kyoya wins, or other? Uh, honestly, if they want to make it like a Death Note thing. Both of them will die at the end. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, because you know, not that both characters die at the end of Death Note. I mean, that's not what happened, but you know, like that's just the kind of thing that happens in yeah. a dark manga. You know, you want it to, you want the the quote unquote evil protagonist to die at the end as the closest thing to a, uh, excuse me, uh, as the closest thing to a true finale for them. Because uh, turns out evil characters don't usually live after they're murdered. Uh, and this is not a happy yep. shonen. So there's no way she's going to be like, you know, what? I actually like these characters. No, no, no. She's proven time and time again that she doesn't give a fuck about these people. Uh, I, I like where, where you're going, John. I want to go a little further yeah. than that, actually. I My prediction is that 
that, broadly speaking, Nana will be uh, quite successful. She will either completely succeed or get nearly there, right? Um, I do not think she will be stopped by uh, a talented, or at least like the quote-unquote talented side. I think there will be some sort of like double-cross weirdness going on. They're going to try for like one more big twist. I don't know if like the government itself is just gonna end up killing Nana because, oh, she's done her job or something. Or if another talented individual uh, who's actually talented, or who knows, maybe they're not even that. Still, uh, there's just like another one of them there as well, but they stop Nana or just kill Nana off at the end for poor reasons. Uh, that, that's where I'm thinking. I, th I think they cannot resist uh, a late twist, and I think that's the type of twist we're going to see. You know, I would not be surprised by that, which is unfortunate considering I think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> But if yep. that does happen, it's going to take a long-ass time before it gets there, I think. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't know the exact l length of this particular manga. I can check real quick. Uh, da -da -da. There are, I noticed, there are, wait, there's just a ton of kids in this in this little school, uh, including a lot of nameless ones that, that for Nana to succeed all have to die. Yes. So unless there's, like, a montage episode. <laughs> like, with happy pop music <laughs> from the 90s. Oh, man, I genuinely love that. Uh, unless there's that, it, it, it's looking like it'll it'll take a while um, if, if Nana is is to succeed, which is unfortunate. I think there there should definitely be fewer characters. Very much well, so. It, it, it started in 2016 uh, and is still ongoing, and it currently has oh, seven no? volumes. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, here's the thing. So, you know... Like, to continue using Death Note as an example, pe people really like the first arc of Death Note, but the second arc of Death Note sort of falters a lot, and it feels like it loses a lot of the essence of Death Note, right? Um, that feels inevitable with Talentless Nana, and it's already on unsteady ground. <laughs> Yeah, currently I believe there's, uh, oh god, how many chapters is that? Uh, uh, depending on how long the chapters are, because that that could be, uh, a very different, uh, thing. Uh, one second. Okay, there appear to be about, uh, 54 chapters or so in the span of oh four years. So that means that it's not like a weekly series. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it's still ongoing is mild. It could either be really good do, or really bad. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want to give the impression that this show is even, like, as stupid as... As most shows that we do on this podcast the characters are the show is a little smarter than the characters but i still wouldn't call it an intelligent show right it's like it's like a weeby murder sherlock uh for babbies yeah uh god i hate sherlock holmes yeah i know you do but that's definitely a thing that's definitely a you problem rem most people tend to enjoy it uh but by the way uh death note just for some frame of reference uh had about 12 volumes <laughs> <laughs> so oh we're, we're halfway there with Talentless Nana if it's about to go the same length. Or rather, hey. we're at the point where it jumps the shark entirely and does a second half of Death Note. Uh, hard to say. Perfect. Hard to say. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm probably still going to watch the show as it comes out because it feels like junk food and I like watching kids get murdered. Uh, oh, God, Dylan's going to have fun with that one, isn't he? Because uh, you say that all the time, but I rarely do. Uh, True. But... Uh, I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, however, I do, I do kind of want to hear what your prediction is 
is for, uh, you know, spiky, uh, dickish guy? Like, what do you think is going to happen with him? How do you think, uh, uh, that, that's going to, that scenario is going to go? All right. Here, here's a few guesses for just episode five, which should be out by the time, uh, you guys are hearing this. Um, I think here's, here's a couple possibilities that it could go down. I'll, I'll, I'll end up choosing one, but here's how I can see it going down. One, he can actually change the future. Um, in which case he'll change the future. That seems less likely. They, they have pretty strongly cemented the future is locked in no matter what. So he's, he's gonna die. He's, or at least he's going, oh, let's see. He, he didn't necessarily see her actually killing him, but he's, they, they could do a bullshit. This would be the least satisfying where that exact scene happens, right? But she doesn't actually kill him. Maybe she hurts him or maybe it's just like wild circumstances. Uh, that, that'd be very unsatisfying, but possible with this show. Uh, I'll give it benefit and say it doesn't do that. Uh, another alternative, he gets murdered, but the photos that maybe are, maybe Nana tries to hide them, who knows, um, th they are found by Kyoya, obviously. Um, Kyoya has to end up with the photos. Um, final possibility, giving them maybe the most credit? Uh, the reason that Stoner Dude, uh, has not said anything up to this point is because he wants to work with Nana or like get something from her, etc. Um, I'm going to do them benefit of saying it's, it's that option or close to that option so that it, it at least tries to explain him having a photo of her pushing, uh, pushing bland bitch protagonist off the cliff for so long. <laughs> so that I'm going to choose that one so that they can try to explain that in a non-terrible way. We'll see if they actually do that that much you know what i think it's gonna happen rem what it's gonna be a combination of the first two plus a little bit of the third for flavor <laughs> just a little bit of everything yeah just a little, it's gonna be a smorgasbord because my prediction is that they're not gonna be able to decide on a clear path like that and they're gonna try and cram as much as possible into this yeah sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope I'm right. I'm probably going to watch the next episode that comes out, or maybe I'll just look at the manga just so I can get it a little more quickly. Uh, but based on the way things are going, Rem, I think this is just going to be the show where I watch it, laugh a bit, and, and at some convoluted murder plots and some general stupidity. But I think I'm going to enjoy myself either way. I think this is fun. It, it gives me uh, enough of like the psychoanalysis of a Death Note or uh, Promised Neverland with a really interesting twist on the premise it, it it's good enough. It's good. It's. That's I don't know if it's good, but I know that it's good enough. <laughs> There's the Remington seal of approval, folks. It's good enough. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? You know, I really like this meal you made for me, Rem. It's really delicious. You know, I would even say, you know, good enough. Put something in my belly. Yeah, you know, that's it's pretty good. You know, that show it's good enough. Oh, you know what is really good enough? People who vote. Uh, those. That's perfect, me. They're. John, you're you're past the point. It's already happened. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, we we are that's... are already living in that time. They already know how it all went down. They already they're in a post societal collapse. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Well, on the bright side, if we're not dead by the time this gets released, uh, then hopefully, hopefully, good things are happening. Uh, <laughs> if not, well, it was fun while it lasted, Rem. Aren't you glad we ended the series on this show? Hey, hey. Oh, goodness. So I suppose, Rem, I suppose the final question I have to ask is, is there any chance you want to come back and watch some more of Talentless Nana with me? Uh, I, I don't know if I could pull myself away, Sean. Uh, if you don't, you might get killed either way, though. Let's find out. And with that being said, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our mindless rambling on the latest hits of uh, the anime season, don't get used to it, because it's not going to happen that regularly, probably. <laughs> 
give us a year or two maybe when we're a bit more caught up. But either way, if you enjoyed it, you can leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or word of mouth is an excellent way for us to grow as well. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, as well as gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including having the opportunity to hear Remington horribly mispronounce your name, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you can gain access to all of that and more. So Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, I would like to send our thanks out to our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, uh, both who are relevant for this episode's, uh, the first one, because they get murdered. Second one, uh, well, if you know the anime, you know the anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we want to send a special thanks out to our yandere waifus, who, reading all of our wildly subtle tells, uh, and fighting against the enemies of humanity, on that list, we start with Matthew B. Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Yuliana, The Booty Knight. Snap Snips, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Sage Schiffner, Ross Palmer, Remington is not a man of culture, Foxen Boy, Remington Merrill, Ready to be Isekai'd, Rem Hub, Peter Jojo is God Tier Vlacity, Old Man Rom, Mick Buckfoy, Kazu Morocco, Joshua Valls, Jax, Jacob Livingston, I've had enough, God damn it, it's a zero, a zero, Ichigo zero, one, five, sim. <laughs> Uh, uh, darling, and the Franks use the bullshit rule on it. All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Say sometimes, sometimes they snap at my mispronunciations. It's it's about time, frankly. Uh, I forgot to change my name for a, like a month, but it's Grant Firetype H Wood Glenn Michael Dolan Flub Dub Cub Hub Stub Grub Sub Bub Rub Club Tub Farmer. Hopefully things are better. Weave. Oh, uh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Uh, let, let us know when this episode get posted. Are things better? Uh, Devin McCutcheon, Cheese Monkey, Bonesaw, Bakamonogatari is Perfect Rem Torture, Bad Bunny, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rowicki, An Unhinged Ferris Wheel Rolling Toward the Sea, Alexander Nasiensenyo, Alex from Australia. Fuck the fuck was that? <laughs> idea uh but that's thank all of our yandere waifus yes even you alex from oh way 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 tralia you didn't even have a st you need the st alex uh but next we move on we're, we're going over to hogwarts we're representing the boy wizard tier and you know what uh feeling feeling nice and, and villainous i would say after today's episode so everyone's getting a nice a nice harry potter villain uh to some degree first we start with time goes by uh time goes by you are going to get uh you're getting bellatrix you're getting bellatrix lestrange that's a good one breaking out the good one early huh i see i know i know uh tevin pool you know who you're getting tevin you are getting uh Queerness Quirrell. Uh, only the front half. Obviously, you don't get the back half of the head. That's all Voldemort. But the front half, all yours, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get Spicy Hot Take. Uh, you know, uh, Spicy Hot Take. Uh, you get quite the Harry Potter villain. It's J.K. Rowling's Twitter. All right, <laughs> then we move on. To- <laughs> 
And we Jesus Christ. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, then, <laughs> don't think about it too much. Let's move on before we get the tweets. Uh, then we move on to Rare. I'm going to simp Hibike Euphonium until it's reviewed. Kumiko, uh, you are getting, uh, you're getting Draco Malfoy. Uh, quite villainous, even though not, not a main villain. Uh, then we have Pilkster, the Simpho Gear advocate. Pilkster, you're getting Dolores Umbridge. Oof. She's all yours, buddy. Oof. I can't tell which is worse, the Twitter or her. <laughs> it's 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 pretty rough. It's pretty rough. Uh, Miguel Delion, uh, Miguel, you are getting. You know what? You're you're getting the Dursleys. Oh, a God. package deal. The whole wow. family, Miguel. Oh. Uh, then we have MT the poet. Uh, MT, you are going to get. Uh, you're getting Voldemort himself. Wow. The big man. Yeah. He who shall not be named. Uh, and just was. Uh, Killer Queen Requiem. Uh, Killer Queen, you are getting Peter Pettigrew. Is what you're saying. Oh. Oh, you're scraping the barrel, aren't you? <laughs> After that, it, that it, good, it, good Twitter joke, you, you're, you've run out. <laughs> It, it, it's just like buying a premium loot box and getting all commons. That's what a Peter Pettigrew Ooh. is. Uh, we have Frack Me, Mr. Peanut Butter. And uh, you know what? You get uh, Lucius Malfoy. Uh, so you, you get uh, the, the much more intimidating father. Uh, Enrique Perez Torres. Enrique, you are going to get... Uh, you know what? You, you, you're you getting Severus Snape. Is he a villain? He is for our purposes. For right now, he is, Enrique. And kind of in general, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have Delina. Perez. Uh, Delina, you are, you know what, Let, let's go a little bit more modern. You're getting uh, Grindelwald is who you're getting, Delina. Now, is that more modern uh, or is that more old school if we're talking chronologically? I mean, I guess old school, but modern for our, our muggle eyes. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, last but not least of the boy wizards, we have Dedicated Sadist. Um, dedicated sadist, uh, you you have uh, the the great and terrible villain of the Harry Potter series, and it is uh, Ron's adaptation to the movies. Uh, they 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 did him dirty. They they did him they did him dirty, y'all. Uh, and so that that's what you're left with. But we have one final tier at the peak, at the precipice, uh, the the greatest tier of all. We're getting to the White House. We're representing the Cory in the House, Chef and a Musco tier. Uh, and and for this. You know, everyone gets a superpower. You know, everyone gets their own. No, no, no. Everyone gets their own talent. And we're not doing superpower talents. Actually, you are all getting just a generic talent. Like elementary school talent show oh talent. My <laughs> so, uh, we start with touchy diplomat, all lowercase, of course. Um, and you know what? Uh, you get singing a song that you have only half memorized and trying to mouth the words with your parent, uh, your, your parent mouthing the words and you mostly getting it. Uh, that, that's the talent you get. Uh, I, that same type for specific run. <laughs> Do you have a list open or some shit? Uh, no, I wish. Uh, it'd make this much easier. Uh, Silicon Spectre, uh, the Spectre, you are, are getting, uh, a magic act performed exactly by the kit that, that you begged your parents for at Walmart. Uh, you mess up the second trick and everyone definitely sees it. Uh, but you, but you have a good enough showmanship that, that you finish, uh, finish strong anyway. Good job on you. Uh, we have unfortunate hair care accident or attempt to become Endeavor, uh, which... <laughs> that, that, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's pretty good. Uh, you 
are going to end up with uh, a dance routine that is good, but not quite as good as you think it is. Uh, and it's clear that that you are going to have a, a very big ego about this. That being said, you're probably one of the better ones at at the talent show. I don't, I'm, but you're I'm a bit just picturing about the one episode of It's Always Sunday uh, with the dance number at the end. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a mean thing to picture, but that is what happened in my mind as soon as you said that. Yep, yep. Uh, Touchy Diplomat with a capital. T, uh, you, uh, you are a little kid doing stand-up comedy, uh, for the talent show, but it's all knock-knock jokes that you saw from, uh, 50 best knock-knock joke books that you got on a road trip because you were really bored. Man, you know, we talk about a lot of depressing things on this show. (laughs) (laughs) And this is striking something. Yeah, like, I... (laughs) I feel like I feel like I'll never be happy again. I feel like there are dementors in the room after all of this. Ooh. Uh, we have uh, Omoto Ahigao Uwu Waluigi for life. Oh, whoa. Uh, well, clearly representing Waluigi uh, and his sports prowess. Uh, you are you're going to be doing some some basketball tricks, which is mostly just you bouncing around a basketball. Um, but you do some like spins in the air, not really with the basketball. People are sort of confused, but they know you like basketball so they support you. You're wearing a really good looking jersey from the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice you have wealthy parents right? so, they, so they bought you they bought you a real high quality jersey. Uh, last but not least we have the Almighty Sinner. Um, Almighty Sinner. Uh, you uh, you're, you are playing the oboe because your your parents there they want you to show off your talent after having oboe lessons uh, and you, you're going to do that because you, you didn't really have a choice in the matter. I, I was about to insult so. oboe players but but then I realized, <laughs> you know what? I can't fucking play an oboe. Rock on, oboe Yeah, they're more players. talented than either of us yeah. ever will be. Uh, anime Out of Context uh, has always supported our, our oboists <laughs> in our audience. Uh, we love you, oboe players. Oboe We're here for you. Oboe seat. I think it's just oboists. I don't know. That just sounds like you're <laughs> calling somebody a hobo enthusiast. <laughs> oh, man. Like I'm a, a hoboist. Heavy accent. Oh, look at that. I'm look super that. excited for HoboCon 12, <laughs> you know? Uh, they got a lot of new stuff announced. It was supposed to be HoboCon uh, 13, but they, they couldn't afford the extra number. <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to contact us directly, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Uh, once again, guys, thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. Don't forget to love each other. We love you. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Dude. I figure the last thing they should hear us say is that we love them because if things are going bad, they're going bad. I tried to steer you away, Remington. I tried to steer you away from the lampshade. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Tiramisu. Tiramisu.